Crow marketing culture and sketchy MLMs have given modern business a bad reputation. It feels harder than ever to succeed as an entrepreneur, even though we've got an abundance of info and tech right at our fingertips. If you feel frustrated running your business, stress over your sales goals, or are baffled by marketing strategies, you've come to the right place. You deserve to run a successful, sustainable business without spamming all of your friends or wasting time and money on marketing gimmicks. This is the Sell It Sister podcast, and you're going to learn how to make more money without complex systems or sleazy sales tactics. I'm Erica Tebbins, and I teach highly motivated, female, and gender expansive entrepreneurs that selling doesn't have to suck. I've been running successful businesses and teaching others how to sell smarter, earn more, and create raving fans for over 15 years. And I'm excited to share what I've learned with you. If you want success without truly serving your clients, profits without any passion, or the next get rich quick scheme, I'm not your gal. But if you're all in as an entrepreneur, want to make a difference with your work, and are ready to run a business you're proud of, then get ready to sell it, sister. Before we dive into this week's episode, I wanted to be sure that you knew doors are now open for my group coaching program, Rebellious Success. So if you've been in business for a minute and you feel like it's time your bank account reflected your efforts instead of leaving you frustrated and anxious, then this is for you. I promise you there is a better way to build the business of your dreams and it does not require doing more. Instead, it's a shocking amount less. I know how completely disheartening it is to finally have somewhat consistent revenue months and yet it's still not enough. And it's certainly not for lack of trying or putting in the work. I know that you just want to feel like you can finally exhale, like you've arrived. You want a proven growth plan that you can trust so you can close your laptop with confidence each day, knowing you did enough of the right things to move the needle forward and didn't waste a whole bunch of time on those shiny objects that maybe seem like a good idea, but are not going to get you the results you actually want. And they're just going to keep you stuck in frustration and overwhelm. And you want the knowledge and skills to keep growing your business without constantly worrying you're missing some crucial piece or that the other shoe is going to drop any second. Simply put, you want more, more money, more time, more impact, more simplicity, and more ease. And that is what we do in Rebellious Success. It's a six-month group coaching program for ethical entrepreneurs ready to smash through income ceilings with simplicity and support and without toxic cookie-cutter BS. The first cohort of this program is already halfway through, and let me just say these women are getting some incredible, amazing, really fun, inspiring results. Everything from confidently raising their rates and still being able to make new sales to setting up new streamlined, sustainable workflows that will allow them to keep growing without overwhelm or burnout. Also, one just set up some really cool automated systems to be able to give her clients a better experience while also being able to reclaim more time for herself. One feels like she's finally conquered content creation so she can spend 
uh, less time wondering what and where to post so that she can keep showcasing her strengths to new potential clients and uh, nurturing the people already in her audience while also having more time to work on and in her business in the other ways that she wants to. And lastly, they are creating and selling new perfectly aligned offers with ease and even being booked out months in advance. How cool is that, right? So if you're ready for a radical approach to building a thriving business as unique as you, alongside an intimate group of your peers, then be sure to go to rebellious-success.com to learn more and apply today. Can't wait to have you. Welcome back to the Sell It Sister podcast. If you are an introvert or you tend to get socially awkward or you get really nervous about being more visible, but you know that visibility is important and it's an important part of marketing and you've heard me talk about it before, um, but you're like, oh my gosh, I just, some of these things, like I just really, I don't want to do them, Erica, but I'm I'm not really sure what I can do, what I should do instead, then this is absolutely the episode for you. Because the five things that I am mentioning today are five things that pretty much anyone can do and, you know, you're not relying on having to do things that I hear all the time from people that they don't want to do, like Instagram reels or starting a podcast or hosting like a big, huge webinar, right? Like maybe it's, you know, sometimes people are like, I just straight up don't want to do those things. And other times it's like, no, I I would love to. I just do not have the bandwidth for it right now. So I need alternatives if I want to keep growing my business. And I think that the things I'm going to mention do not get talked about enough because they're just not as sexy, right? They're just, um, and you know, you'll, you'll see what I'm talking about as I get into it, but they're just not like, I, I feel like they're not things that, uh, people could like monetize to talk about um, as easily or they wouldn't be like as catchy. And so we just don't talk about them enough. And that is a real bummer because these are great ways to get more clients, uh, figure out, you know, new um, connections that can really grow into just like good supportive business relationships and also into really cool collaborations. And um, they're great ways to just get your name out there and get known as the expert that you are and um, have people referring others to you. So the first one I wanna talk about are paid communities. So these would be like a membership, like a standalone membership that you join that generally has a monthly fee. Or they could be a group that is attached to a paid program that you did, like a paid program or um, like a paid course that also came with, let's say, like a free um, Facebook group, Slack group, uh, or, you know, like a Mighty Networks portal, Member Vault portal, and anything like that where you're still in community with those people. And I know that there's a lot of talk out there about free Facebook groups like especially if you are in a b2b business and you know in a free Facebook group and like posting and blah 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 like there's there's so much out there that is about that but when you are in a paid community 
especially if you are B2B, but I would say this also works for B2C as well, but you are already in community with people who are, they're making business investments, right? They, they are treating their business in such a way so far that they are making investments to learn and grow. So a lot of times in, whereas like in free Facebook communities, and I know there are, there are some good like free communities out there, but a lot of times like people just join and they can kind of be like a shit show, right? They can kind of just be a mess of people just like pitching constantly or like the, the like fake pitching. I know you know what I'm talking about where it's like, oh, I'm going to like have this, you know, 80 paragraph story that is really just like a sneaky pitch into the thing that I want to sell you. Right. But I, so I feel like that is kind of already gone. Like when you're in a, when you're in a paid community that, that like veneer that like fake the facade of like, oh, I'm just like here to serve or whatever. Like it's, it's kind of not there because you, everyone is there even though some people might be in that community because, um, like, especially if it's a membership, if, if they have intentionally joined because they're like, I want to be networking with people, um, at the very least, they are willing to invest and be with other people who are investing. And I have just noticed for myself that, like, once that, like, facade is dropped and, like, people are just in community together – uh, people can actually, like, I feel like you make more like real valuable, actual connections with people because people are being more themselves anyways. And they're already being a little bit vulnerable by being in a place where it's like, oh, I'm here because I want to learn. I want to learn from other people. I'm already recognizing that I need help with something. And so that's why I'm here. So what, when I say that, like, I don't mean be the gross person who's just like pitching and and all of that within the paid community. But I mean, actually utilizing the other, like the space of the paid community to make real connections with people. Like almost as if you would, if you were in the real world and you were out and about and you were mingling with people, um, but just in the, in the context of that paid community as well. I know for me, um, currently at the time of recording this, I am in Rachel Rogers, We Should All Be Millionaires Club. And I've actually made some really amazing connections in that group, both just like pure friendships, um, people who I've hired, people who've hired me, people I've collaborated with to do cool things like um, clubhouse talks and, and things like that. So that is really fun. Uh, and same thing, you know, with your course group, uh, the nice thing about that is usually you don't have like an ongoing um, payment that you have to make on like a membership. Like once you've paid for the course, you're just in that group. But I definitely know a lot of people who, you know, even just uh, I like I know the B-School group doesn't exist anymore, but I'm friends with several people who um, for years were like they had taken B-School years ago and then were in that community and like ended up getting um, referrals and, and new business and everything and uh, made really cool connections with just other uh, students that had gone through that um, through that course, through that program. Uh, number two is digital networking. 
So a few months ago, my friend Lindsay, who um, is, you can find her at Mind Money Balance. She's super awesome. And uh, she had, she was doing these digital speed networking events that were really, really cool. They were only an hour. Uh, There was a spreadsheet that where everyone put like their name, their um, contact info, any of their social handles, like their website, and then a little blurb about like what they do and who they serve. And if they had any like special promos or anything that were happening. So everyone had two minutes to talk about themselves and who they served and to um, give a little pitch. And then everyone had access to that document. So you could follow up with people after who, if you were like, oh my gosh, that person was super interesting. Like I want to check them out. You could do that. Um, And I actually did that. uh, I reached out to several people after and I was like, hey, like let's do a coffee chat, which I'll be talking more about in a moment. But it was a great way to leverage that one event into more ongoing connections. And uh, it would be easy enough, like you could just set one up yourself. And she kind of just made it open to anyone. So it wasn't for people in any specific type of industry or anything. And there was like a cap on how many people could attend. Um, but it was fun because it was like half the people did their their um their intro about themselves and their pitch and they took a little break and we like mingled and asked questions and then we did the second half of people and then we had time to like mingle and ask questions and it was so fun and I actually made some really cool connections with amazing people who now I like I consider them I'm like oh they're like my friend on Instagram or you know like now I know they listen to this podcast or you know we we chat back and forth in the DMs and stuff like that so If you don't know of anyone doing one, you could always just set up your own. And even though, you know, it's at the time of recording this, COVID is still still a thing, but a lot of um, former like in-person meetups or organizations that did um, networking have moved to online. And so at least the nice thing about this is like, the way that a lot of them have uh, structured now, I, I obviously can't speak to all of them, but they've done it in a way where, you know, if you're doing breakout sessions or things like that, it's a little less overwhelming than being in like a, like a bar or like a conference room or, you know, a restaurant, wherever, where you're like, just kind of awkwardly standing around. <laughs> That's, which is like how a lot of um, more like traditional um, in-person networking events always were unless they had like really good organizers. Um, so yeah, so I would say, you know, any type of digital, digital networking that is more like restricted to a certain amount of people so that it's not, it's not overwhelming. Super rad. Um, number three. So this could be a free group or a paid group, but anything that's like a hobby or like a general interest of yours, if you're in a group, be it a Facebook group or maybe like a guild or anything like that, um, this may be less like, uh, like it, it may have like a lower sort of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, excuse me, you might not get as many leads all the time from this because it's not directly, uh, like people in there aren't necessarily all looking for, like in my case, like business advice, right? Or like sales and marketing strategy or business coaching or, or anything like that. However, the nice thing about being in those communities is that you already 
speak the language and the lingo of that community. So if I like I like to knit and I'm in a group on Facebook that is um, it's like for people who uh, like are into true crime and into knitting. Right. So there's already those overlaps there and, and I'm in there. And when, uh, you know, a lot of the people who are in there have their own like fiber related business and there could be other people in there who are um, also like, you know, have their own separate side business, right? So it's not that it's necessarily going like business stuff is going to come up a lot, but it can be the kind of thing where if I see someone ask a question I can step in and be helpful and utilize like my knowledge and my experience to help them. And then they, and you know, same thing, like if it's somebody you follow on, on Instagram, that's in that world or whatever, like one of my current clients is somebody from that world and who I had never, ever, ever in my wildest dreams imagined that she would hire me. Um, but it was just like, I was in the community and, you know, just, being helpful and uh, just being myself. And then she actually reached out to me. So it's just that kind of awareness of people knowing that that is what you do. Because somebody in that group, like people in that group might not necessarily need you, but if they know you do that thing, then it's helpful. On the flip side, like with roller derby, I have a client right now who is in that world. And because we sort of speak the same lingo, like there's a a billion people out there who could, okay, maybe not a billion, that's a stretch, but there's a lot of people out there who could help her with her business goals. And, you know, and I, I have no doubt that they would be able to help her really, really, really well with, uh, with the program that she sells and with, you know, selling it and marketing it and growing her business and all of that. But the fact that me and this client speak the same lingo because her product also serves the roller the roller derby community. It it's like a bridge that helps her to trust me more, right? To trust that I know that I like really get it. Like I get not just like what she's trying to do, but who she's trying to serve. So as I said, like this is again, I don't want you know, but. I would hope nobody would assume that what I'm trying to say is like, if you're into cross stitch and you're in a cross stitch group, that again, you're like spamming people or sliding into the DMs or making like weird pitchy posts. Not that at all. It's just that by the nature of you being in that community and having that like sh- those shared commonalities and that shared language, that it can actually uh, help people in that group if they know that that's the thing you do then when it comes up that somebody is looking for that thing or you know looking for that help or whatever then you could be there to help so similarly you know if you were in a group for something and you help people with their SEO and somebody mentions like you know I don't know they hate they hate using like social media for their business and they don't know what to do and like whatever, you know, you could always be like, oh, do you know about SEO? Like, do you want to have a conversation about it? Let's have a coffee chat. Again, I'll mention coffee chats in a minute. But that is just, it's one, it's one place where it's, uh, it's less, it's far less expected, but it's really cool when it, when it actually leads to um, like a cool connection for you 
with somebody uh, from in that business community that then or in that um, general interest community of yours that you could also serve with your business. Um, And number four is virtual co-working um, or in-person co-working when it is available again. So um, my friend Claire of Conquer Your Content, she does a weekly uh, networking for a few hours, like every Wednesday afternoon. And it's really cool because it's just basically holding space for people. And she, since she helps people with content, it's like a content co-working space. So you have dedicated time every week if you need help and you want to you know, be really consistent with your content, you could show up and do that there. You also do not have to work on your content there. If you just want to be in community with people and cross off your to-do list, then you can do that as well. But it's really cool because you're in a small, intimate community. So it's easier to get to know the people there. And again, the people there might not um, ever hire you directly, but now they know who you are and they may refer other people to you going forward. And also for whoever's hosting it, then everyone knows that you, that that's like the thing that you do. And that can be, you know, that's like really good for just letting more people know that that is a thing that you do, that you are a go-to person for that thing. So even if you don't know of anyone that does uh, virtual co-working, kind of like the, you know, the virtual networking, I would say set one up yourself, right? Even if it's once a month that you are going to do that. Or um, I know people who maybe you're like, well, I don't want to do co-working, but I want to do this other thing. Um, I've had a client before who she was like, oh, I, I think I might just do like a once a month, like work on your um, business financials, like in community, because that is her area of expertise. And it's often a thing that people really, um, you know, push down on their to-do list and they don't get around to doing it. So she was like, if I could just make this container and just remind people, hey, I have this thing, then they would know they have a set, you know, time and day. Every month they can come and work on it and be supported and that it's, you know, open to new people so they can invite other people if they want to. That is just a really, really cool way to, again, you know, you're not, it's not like pitchy. It's not pushy. It's not awkward. It's not any of those things. It's, but it is allowing more people to be served by you in a unique way and know more about who you are and what you do. And lastly is coffee chats. So next week's episode is going to be all about coffee chats because I have a lot to say um, on this and how to use them for good and how sometimes people use them for evil and how we're going to avoid that. Um, But yeah, but coffee chats are essentially, you know, back in pre-COVID times, uh, often they were literally getting together for coffee with people, um, which when I first moved from New York to Michigan, I actually, like right before uh, the COVID lockdown, I had done a few coffee chats with really amazing people, like in person. It was so fun. And I was so excited. And then shutdown happened. And I've been doing all the rest of mine online. But the beauty of, you know, the digital era and things like Zoom and, and Google Meet and all of that is that it's so easy to do virtual coffee chats with people anywhere and everywhere. 
And these do not have to be really long. They don't have to be super involved. They don't have to be high stress or high pressure. In fact, they really shouldn't be at all. And it can be a great way where you just one-on-one are connecting with somebody and seeing, you know, hey, like, who, you know, who you, like, who are you? Uh, Who do you serve? How do you help them? Um, You know, who can I, like, connect you with? Are you you know, taking on more clients or, you know, do you even take clients? Like, do you maybe have a group program or a course that you offer that I could share with my audience? So that's just a really nice low key way to have a conversation with somebody and really get to know them. And I've had all sorts of really cool opportunities come out of coffee chats as well. So yeah, those, those are the five things. So paid communities, um, digital, like virtual networking, uh, events, Um, being in free or paid groups that center around uh, like a hobby or a special um, interest of yours, Uh, virtual co-working and coffee chats. So yeah, those, those are the five ways that you, especially if you're like, I don't want to be internet famous and I don't need or want to have a million followers. Like I just need some really good organic connections to help me grow then I would advise, you know, thinking about, even if it's just one, thinking about one of those uh, and trying it out for a little bit and just seeing uh, how it goes. And then next week, be sure to tune back in for a more in-depth look into coffee chats. And if you love this, I would love it if you would share it with a friend, especially if you are on Instagram. I love meeting my listeners or I love knowing who, uh, who is listening and maybe some takeaways that you had from it. If you want to tell me like which one of these you're going to try first, or if you already do one of these and it works really well, you can find me on Instagram at Erica Tebbins consulting. So go ahead, screenshot that you're listening to this, post in your stories, tag me, slide into my DMS. If you, if you want, I just really love to connect with my listeners and, Yeah. And be sure to share it out because if you got value from it, I'm sure other people will as well. Be sure to subscribe if you haven't already. And as always, happy selling. Well, that's a wrap on this week's episode. But before we head to the outro, I just wanted to remind you once again that enrollment is now open for my Rebellious Success Group Coaching Program. We start March 1st, so do not delay, especially because spaces are limited. Head on over to rebellious-success.com to learn more and to apply. And if you have any questions, just send me an email through my website at ericatebbins.com or over on Instagram at ericatebbinsconsulting. Can't wait to have you. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Sell It Sister podcast. If you loved it and you want more, be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And then head on over to sellitsisterhood.com to join my free Facebook community group. And as your mama said, sharing is caring. So if you got a lot of value out of this episode, be sure to share it with your biz besties too, okay? Now get out there and sell it, sister.